0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of SFP. Now uh, it's the first episode we've done in a middle while. Um, I think the last episode was what about two months ago? That
1: sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Um, when we saw that, sort of like kind of went over all the uh, DC and Marvel stuff that was going on back then. Uh, this month, um, Raisa and I are going to go over some 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 great shows that I've, that I've been been on o- over the um, last few weeks on few months on Netflix and um, Amazon, Amazon, um, as well as um, a great new show that's been airing um, for the last eight weeks on NBC. Is NBC? CBS. CBS, sorry, CBS. I should have known it was CBS, because that's kind of like MacGyver channel.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so um, I think, to be honest, um, should we get started with uh, Good Omens and go, go go in the order that things have come out? Yes, let's do that. Okay, well, well Good Omens, for those I don't know, is um, a Neil Gaiman uh, produced um, series, which is based on the uh, novel that he co-wrote with the late Terry Pratchett. And it's about an angel and a demon um, that, you know, they, they kind of become friends and they kind of end up sort of like inadvertently working together, but sort of not working together to prevent the apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Um, it stars uh, stars David Tennant and uh, Michael Sheen. Um I, I I really enjoyed it, but uh um, I really, really do need to go back and watch it again because the the the, the thing was just so so dense with so mm. so many references that you know my 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 my, my head was kinda of cabbaged after binge watching the whole lot over a weekend. So I think I need to uh, probably go back and watch it again. Uh but this time so I might take my time with it to, to That's get how better that's
1: how gaming and Pratchett write generally. That's what their books are like.
0: <laughs> so it was very true to the book, then. You think? Um, I, I haven't read the
1: book, but I have read other books by them, and I've also uh, done a um, listen to the BBC radio adaptation that uh, Gaiman and Pratchett did before Pratchett died mm-hmm. um, of it. And that's also that's going to start re-airing tonight on BBC. I'll have to catch it again. But it's uh, it's. It's very close to the radio adaptation and very close to his style in general. I mean, to put it in perspective, Good Omens is American Gods done for laughs on a smaller scale. And American Gods is Good Omens uh, done for drama on a larger scale.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so he's,
1: he's, he's, play, he's playing in the same sandbox for both, basically.
0: Yeah, I'd say so, but one's kind of like um song like an uh, anglo Christian song, like mythology, whereas the other one's song like Norse mythology and just about every other mythology thrown into the midst. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It's, um, I have to say, of the two, I actually prefer Good Omens. Um, I mean, I mean, American Gods is, is really, really cool. It's a great universe, but I, at the end of the day, I prefer Good Omens.
0: I, I think i 'm with you on that, and um, you know i 'm so glad that it 's been done as a one off um, because i 'd hate to see um, i 'd hate to see see it continued somehow when 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 it just seems to have ended so perfectly um, i mean I love tenant's um, ten, tenant as Crowley. Um, he, he was
1: they, they were both pitch perfect it was awesome. But I awesome just, casting
0: But I just love the use of Crow, you know, Crowley Every time he was like revving up his motor He was, he was like, uh, driving along to Queen <laughs> It's <laughs> the sort of thing do. <laughs> yes. and i do I,
1: I, I love that entire sequence that whole, that whole bit That starts with why the M25 Is messed up It's all his fault <laughs> And then everything he has to do To get past that Including just willing himself To drive in the burning car
0: yeah, it's it's just bringing um, in that sense because um, you know it's a well-known fact that everyone in the whole of whole, whole of England hates a fucking M25. <laughs> I,
1: can, I can believe it. I mean, it's um, every every other show I've ever seen in England, you know, it makes fun of the M25, and from what I can tell, it's earned.
0: No, so. you don't. You don't really know how how much it is until you've actually saw like, um you know, driven along it or been driven along it sort of thing. The amount the amount of times you know you get you get traffic backbogged or you know and 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 jams and um you know things happening because of roadworks and God only knows what it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's especially as you as you get closer and closer to Birmingham, it gets oh, wow. fucking worse. I... Oh. <laughs> um but yeah, um, you know, I thought both both actors were good, but it was it was the supporting cast as well.
1: Yes, um. yes, including um, an absolutely lovely turn by Simon Merrills as the messenger who has to deal with the Horseman of the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a lovely character turn from him to go from to go from Crassus and and uh, Spartacus to uh, to,
0: the, to the messenger in this. That was lovely. Okay, well you know it's um <clears throat> what I what I also what I also liked about it is I I like the witch character. Um Yeah,
1: she was she was marvelous, you know, a modern variation.
0: Yeah. And very very fanciable too. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, because sort of like um but very fanciable in a very sort of like witchy way.
1: Witchy
0: way, yeah. Yeah. You, know? you mm-hmm. know like like a proper witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, trying, I'm looking up my my review here to sort of like see see uh, see if I can find out what her name was. Um I nah, can't can't find it. I mustn't have mentioned her in my review.
1: Yeah, she um she was in Emerald City.
0: And that's where I recognised her from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: well, she she landed on her feet and go ended up in good omens yeah, going to say. Emerald C- City. Emerald City was crap. <laughs> I I um I only really watched the first episode of Emerald City. I couldn't I couldn't watch anymore.
1: I <laughs> oh, watched, well, yeah. But, I watched. i the hard to get the point, but
0: that was about all I could take. Well, I thought the setup was done really, really well. Um, you know, with, with it beginning way, way back in the Garden of Eden you know as yes. um uh, uh, as as, he, as he Raphael and 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 Crowley you know kind of start to form a rather unlikely friendship you know Yeah
1: that whole that whole 20 minute sequence uh, was not in the book that was mm-hmm. added uh for the um or or the radio adaptation that was added for the TV uh adaptation because Gaiman realized as he was writing it that uh, uh Crowley and the Zero Fail were not going to appear in that episode otherwise
0: mm-hmm. I, also so they, yeah. the, I also love the um, the, the, the song that like, emits up concerning the Antichrist and the other kid <laughs> and, Oh yes, and how yes. that song like, drives, drives the story forward
1: yes Probably. and I have to give shout outs to all the child actors because they were they were awesome I'm, I'm continu- continually floored by the quality of the child actors in recent years, i are being asked to play heavier <laughs> and heavier stuff
0: as time goes by. Um, it's, you know, very true. And I've actually um I've actually interviewed quite a few of them for, for this channel over the last few years. Um, you know, thanks to um uh, thanks to a contact that I, that I have in, in, in Vancouver. Um, uh-huh. who's actually I think she's actually involved in in helping um, helping to, to sort of like raise not not just raise the profile of child actors but give them the right kind of publicity and the right sort kind of like help with, uh, with forming their, their pub- public profile so, so that they can uh, hopefully go on to become successful adult actors as well.
1: Yes, yeah, and
0: have more yeah. normal lives, yeah. But it completely and utterly blows me over. When, when when I've actually interviewed a few of these so like young 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 actors, you know, often some like could uh, barely into their teens.
1: They're, they're little adults,
0: basically. It, it just it just completely blows me over at how mature they actually are, and you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's some, you know, it, it just completely blows me away. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. The uh, the child actors in this in, in Good Omens are absolutely awesome, especially the guy playing the uh, playing the Antichrist.
1: Adam, yes, he was Adam. he was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> um. and I have to say, just because I'm the um, I'm the automatic audience for anything even vaguely resembling a super pet, I absolutely loved that uh, the Antichrist got a hellhound whose entire arc involved becoming an actual dog. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, so I, I like that. And I like the fact that he um, he didn't he didn't song like go for the aggressive looking hellhound. He went for something that was actually quite cute. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, so he, he, you know the the whole persona of the Antichrist was complete contradiction <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to what, what 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 you would have expected. I thought that was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, it, it was just all, all good. god. Um, I think. W- w- the meaning way in regards to young up and coming tongue was Sam Taying a book. He was the guy mm-hmm. that made Adam. He was brilliant.
1: Yes, he was
0: excellent. Um, and uh, I thought Francis McDormand was absolutely brilliant as the voice of God.
1: Because oh, she rocked it. She rocked it. <laughs> my my fa- my favorite line was uh, at the at the point uh, uh, Crowley is going down the the M twenty five in the burning car, and he gets back to the village. And they've got uh, the ever awesome Bill Patterson playing the, the uh, village guy reacting to the burning car. And McDormand goes in with, Wouldn't he know <laughs> <laughs> it was burning?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Oh, God, it was
1: wonderful. And, and, and they basically wrote the role of the angel Gabriel for John Hamm. Because um, uh, the, the angel Gabriel was what was a blink and you'll miss it role in both the book and the radio production apparently, and he was expanded for John Hamm. Mm. So,
0: well, John John Hammond's just one wonderful at delivering the the driest of dialogue. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's, he's just sheer genius at delivering so like, the driest of dialogue and driest of put downs ever. Ever. I mean I, I thought it was um was he he was in Run Fat Boy for Run with Simon Pegg, wasn't he? John Hamm. Yeah. Yeah he yeah. played the um, he played the boyfriend who, mm-hmm. who song I like, broke bad and, and tripped Simon Pegg up near the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was good in that. Mm-hmm. Um although that that, that song like, uh, I love that movie. <laughs> um but yeah, you know, so like, um, so Good Omens, if we were to rate it out a five.
1: I, I would give it a, I would, I'd give it pretty close to a five. I mean, it was, it was really good.
0: I'd give it a five, but I'd say to anyone who's, uh, who's planning to binge watch it, is, yeah, maybe binge watch it, but then again, maybe so like, um, go through it slowly the second time round. So yeah, you can take notes. Up, so yeah, you can pick up on some it, of the references.
1: It, it helps that I had uh, heard the radio adaptation beforehand. Because otherwise, I'd be like you. It's like, oh my god, um, Gaiman's writing is very dense. It's mm. brilliant, but it's very dense. You've got to be prepared to actually read his stuff with your brain on.
0: Yeah, I, I had a bit of fun with Archie because the, week, the weekend, the weekend that I was on, uh, Dominic was a um, you know he, he's wrote for Sci-Fi Pulse every now and again. Um, he was actually uh, watching at his parents house and uh, I, I I met up with him at one of the uh, one of the support groups I helped run afterwards and he goes oh did you see Good Omens it was brilliant and um, I just saw it. I was just sat there completely deadpan and I said it was crap <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and, and you broke it. I didn't actually it was he, he, he picked up on the fact that I was actually punging his neck. He, he oh. knew, but I was completely deadpan with it. And it was really funny because when I said it was crap, all the air went out of the room. Oh. <laughs> and then Dominic comes back at me and he says, No it wasn't. He says, Yes it was! No it wasn't, yes it was! Oh, God. <laughs> and he's going, I'm joking. <laughs> But I knew, he knew he was joking. The rest of the room didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just sort of like one of those really funny moments. You, you had to be there, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, because Dominic got the fact that I was kidding with him. And, you know, I, I knew he was joking, but the rest of the room didn't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so it was, you know, that was fun. Okay, so uh, I'd, probably give it, um, I'd probably give it a five on the proviso that I need to see it again. Yeah. The, the fact that I have to watch something again. Uh, means it's really good,
1: yeah.
0: So, I've got to watch it again to sort of pick up. It's like I've watched Lord of the Rings several times over, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's yeah. that sort of thing. Um, whereas the average episode of Star Trek, um, I can get it on one viewing, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and even the um, the average um, episode of Dots Who these days, one viewing is more than enough, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, which, um. Which, which is quite funny, given that I've been, 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 reverting back more and more to classic Doctor Who. I? I have to. I have to. But moving, can... moving... Yeah. But me, moving things on. Should we go to Blood and Treasure? Yes, let's do. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten
1: farther, farther along the narrative than the last time we spoke about it on the previous podcast. Uh, things are heating up.
0: Indeed, they are, because I think the last time we spoke about this. On the previous podcast, um, the I don't think the first two episodes had even aired.
1: I think only the first
0: one had. The first one had. I'd only just seen it, and um, you, you, you'd had seen it for a couple of days. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it is heating up. Um, I'm, I'm liking James Kannis's character. Yeah,
1: they're they're finally going somewhere
0: with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I like the fact that they didn't go somewhere with him right away. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of liked um, Fabi's character I was a bit disappointed That they killed him off
1: Yeah Yeah But I, I think that's mostly To facilitate The remaining episodes Because now she's got to Interact With the Brotherhood Without him As, as the buffer mm-hmm. And she's going to Find out some stuff
0: So I, I think they're both Going to Have to interact With the uh, Brotherhood now Because obviously uh, um, The The uh, the main main Lead Now knows um I forget the character's name of the, uh, um, of the of the male guy.
1: Oh yeah, um,
0: Danny. Danny, yeah. yeah. Danny actually now knows about about, uh-huh. about her connection to the Brotherhood. Um, what I thought was nice was the uh, was the sort of like a gradual reveal that a family member of hers was involved with the Brotherhood and how she believes at first it's her father and then she found yeah. out last week that it was actually her mother.
1: M- her mother
0: you know sort yes. of like uh, that's kind of opened up an, a, a complete different completely different kind of worms but i of like i've really enjoyed all the foreshadowing with the um, with the nazis and 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 the brotherhood and um how they of like snuck cleopatra's uh you uh you know to casablanca and then elsewhere and
1: yes and the, the um the, the way that they're bal- <clears throat> the way that they're doing a balancing act between homaging uh, tropes that we've had before in reasonably new ways Mm -hmm. and um, this this past episode that Eric had the lovely flashback of all the Nazis um, being fried Mm -hmm. uh, with by the lightning that was that was wonderful to watch I can know I can watch Nazis you know die a thousandfold um yeah, but that was that was quite wonderful. Yeah. I also appreciated from a character's perspective the fact that they interacted with that um the last of the Nazi hunters yeah. and help and help him finish out that last case so he could he could burn oh, burn the his, his box is, at yeah.
0: the end. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was a really nice touch actually how they how they actually had a former agent of the Mossad in there and yeah. use that. Um but, you know, I was just thinking just now when you were talking about watching Nazis burn, I thought, hmm, I wonder if that explains Donald Trump's tan.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sweetie. Sorry. <laughs>
1: just,
0: oh. You just saw like um, my, my mind saw like in overdrive today. <laughs>
1: That's okay. That's okay. It's been one of those days.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it, that was a nice homage to the Indiana Jones uh, thing, the, the Nazis burning. But it was also another nice homage with a bit of a dialogue drop uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when, when Danny and um, Let's see, you know, went down that sort of like big, big, um, you know, at the tank mine, went, went yes. to the tank depot and they went down that, that big shaft underground and yeah, found all the. They're digging, they're
1: digging in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was kind of awesome.
0: Yeah, that's kind of odd. That that was awesome, but I just think it. You know, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't think the actor playing Danny is strong enough.
1: No, she's um, Sophia Pernas is is taking up most of the oxygen. I don't know whether they cast. um, I'm blinking on his name. I don't know whether they cast him knowing that that was going to happen, or that was just an that was just an unfortunate byproduct. I can't tell which. I
0: I've got a feeling um, it might just be an unfortunate byproduct. Um you know, I mean it's kind of hard to tell really because there's been there's so many great, great actors in this series. I mean you've had John Norquette, yes, uh, who's kind of got a bit of a mysterious role. I think he's dirty. I think he's actually in league with the Nazis.
1: Well, I don't think he's in league with the Nazis per se, but I think when we go back to the episode where we meet uh his father played by Mark Valley, and we get to the end and we discover that one of the paintings is missing because that was the painting that the buyer wanted and the rest of them were just extra. And that painting is the death of Cleopatra. I think we're going to find out that, uh, that Jay, uh, Ket's character actually is the one who has the painting, that, that he's the one who
0: hide and steal
1: it. The one stole stolen in the first place. And that the, what happened with Danny's father was an unfortunate byproduct of all of that, which is why Jay took him in at the end as a sort of mm-hmm. penance.
0: That'd be that'd be an interesting reveal if that happens, and um, it'd be interesting to see how uh, how Danny reacts to that because obviously he's not going to be too too thrilled to find out that um, you know his father who he's hated for such a long time um, you know because because of that crime and because he was willing to go to such an extent to actually kill someone. Mm-hmm. Um, that that the um, that the whole whole reason for that being set up in the first place is the fact that Jay wanted that painting. Yes. Yes.
1: And, and uh, given that given that we are dealing with a um, a large universe conveyed through a limited number of characters, that level of narrative economy, I think, kind of dictates that that's probably the ending we're going to get. By the same token, they have been renewed for a second season.
0: They have, yeah. Uh, they have. They, they have, yeah. I'd seen it um, a couple of weeks ago.
1: And if, if Danny is too on the outs with Jay, he's not going to have access to Jay's resources, which is going to make worldwide travel and subsequent seasons a little more difficult.
0: Um, actually, um, I think it'd be more interesting if he doesn't have Jay's uh, resources, because then he'll be relying on uh, on Nets' abilities. To be able to, to travel, to, to
1: to finagle whatever they need. Yeah, yeah.
0: true, true. And, and that, that that that'd be great character development from from uh, character. But you know, you know, it might even also you know be be development for Danny's character in a way as he has to learn to finagle his way. <laughs> Yeah, into different yeah. countries, so it kind of becomes he kind of becomes an apprentice to her. in, in, in Yeah, because in because
1: cause you because you can you can bet that Lexi hasn't paid for anything with her own money
0: for years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's, I, I just I just love that I I just love that actress. Just think she's bringing. Yeah,
1: she's yeah. She's, she's she's doing really really well.
0: Exactly, my type of woman. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 the, not the sweet, sensitive, super girl type. <laughs> um, but um, let's see, we got, the last episode was the one with Mark Vangi, right, wasn't it? The, the one before that. Oh, the, last yeah. episode, the
1: last episode was the one where
0: Fabi died. That's the one, yeah, the last one was Fabi dying, but the one before that was the one with Mark Vangi. yeah, you're right. Um, I am just I like, um, we've got, what, four weeks of it left now?
1: We've got four weeks. Um, I really, really enjoyed Mark Valley as his father. The whole construction of that backstory was wonderful. What's really scary, though, is that Mark Valley is twenty years older than than Matt ba- uh, Matt Matt Barr. I think his name is. Yeah. He's twenty years twenty years older. He's he's legitimately playing a dad role. They haven't aged him up. He's actually twenty years. Older.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind I kind of figured that out anyway because so like. Uh... Mark Vangie's been around for quite a while, and um, if, if you remember, Human Target was probably around about 2000... It was about
1: like eight years ago, It was yeah. around
0: 2010, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. You know, yeah. And,
0: and before that, he was in, uh, he was in that uh, thing with Shatner, um, about the lawyers. Oh, Boston yeah. Boston Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was fully in Boston Eagle, actually. And, yeah, and before that, he was in is in is in quite a few things as well. I mean, Mark Vanek's career has been going since probably late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, he's
1: just he's just he's aging really well, and and shows like Human Target don't don't let on that he's got some years on him. So it just mm-hmm. kind of sneaks up on you. Yep.
0: Well, you know, so like um, so. Uh Blood and Treasure so far, if it was you out of ten based on what we've seen so far. I would give it an eight, eight point five. I'm gonna wait till the fendali before a
1: final right.
0: grade. I said out of ten, so I'll take that as a four point five. Oh I'm <laughs> sorry. 5. sorry. I meant out of five. So I'll we'll so take the give am going to give it a, I'm gonna give it a, a, a
1: 35 or 4 i would give it i will give it
0: a three point five or four. No. I'd I'd give it I'd give it a four, that way it's got some growing room. Yeah. Because
1: um, we haven't seen the final four episodes yet, so we don't know what the
0: Yeah. And of course, we don't know how 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 James Kangas's character is going to sort of like play into the NAS four as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's it's, it's obviously have a plan. The the way that they this is apparently going to be, and it's going to be an ongoing show in that it's going to feature uh, Danny and Lexi every season for as many seasons as they run. But every season is going to feature a different arc with different locations.
0: Mm. But if they're so, reing, if they're really savvy about it, they could actually uh, they could actually do two adventures per season, but make them you know shorter episodes because they're they're doing what 12, 13 episodes at the moment. they
1: are doing thir- thirteen episodes, yeah.
0: Yeah, so they could actually have two adventures. Um, you know, one 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 adventure consisting of six episodes, and that, that way it now would take tell tighter stories.
1: They could. I don't know if they're going to. But
0: they could. But uh, moving on now to um, something that sort uh, recently uh, come out. Um, Stranger on, on Things, Stranger Things season three. Uh, yes. I loved it.
1: it. I I loved every minute of it, and um, the way that it was structured, the um, all of the tropes, all of the eighties homages, um, the 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 musical interlude was just both hilarious and heartwarming. Um, all of all of the all of the characters were wonderful. The returning and the new, the child actors again. Going back to our ch- conversation about child actors being able to pull off massive amounts of material, it's like holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, it, these kids, they're they're being asked to do a lot relative to these narratives, and the, they took they took a, a bit of a beating um, physically. A few of them. Um, this season, because the the the, the, uh, the creatures were tossing them around,
0: so yeah, it was yeah. But they're, they're now three years older. Um, it's true.
1: It's so true. They're,
0: they're they're probably getting on for um round about, you know around about you know let's say between fourteen and sixteen now.
1: Yeah, and um and the producers are saying that, that that's on purpose because they they have to keep up with the fact that the ages the the, the the um the actors themselves are aging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they have to they have to build in those gaps. And they've also said that the Duffer brothers, um, uh, who are the um, creators and directors and sometime writers, have, have said that the show is going to have a limited run, uh, probably not more than another season or two at most, because the because of the fact that the kids are rapidly aging and it's, as a coming of age story, it's got a limited shelf life.
0: Mm, but that, that also explains why they're introducing new kids into the narrative as well. Like uh, we met the uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but we met his Erica. sister. Um, yeah, we met yeah. Erica. you know whose name fits nicely into America. <laughs> <laughs> she was brilliant. She was brilliant. Operation Child Endangerment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And she wasn't kidding. That was some some really effed up stuff that they went up in the middle of.
0: That. But you know, it also tells you how how unconscientious oh. people were back in the eighties about stuff like that,
1: yes. um, and
0: and yeah. about all that sort of like health and safety and stuff
1: like Because you're, you're right. Because in, in these movies in the eighties, for folks who haven't seen a lot of them, the kids the kids were doing some really really heinous stuff. That would have gotten adults their their adult supervision up on charges mm. if,
0: if if it had been understood, you know, the, the level of damage. So, but you know, I, I just love that whole sequence um, where 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 they actually go, go down into the Russian base. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and, uh, under the mall under
1: the mall under and, I, and, I, and, I, and I love the fact that they actually took the time the set director's decorators actually took the time to build a credible version of an 80s secret Russian base under mm. a mall
0: Yep. And they,
1: they, they really went for
0: it It was brilliant <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely brilliant I loved it um, I mean, I, I, kind of, I, I kind of also uh, like the character development um with um with a Maven with Alice yes. and, yes. um,
1: and and Mike. Yeah.
0: And no, normally i
1: normally I don't care
0: about romance
1: storylines, but this one was this one made sense. And uh and I also appreciated the, the romance storyline between uh between Hopper and Joyce. Mm-hmm. The fact that they they really tried to go down that road that road an incredible way too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I didn't really feel much sympathy for Mike when when they dumped him. though. he he kind of, no, he kind of deserved he, that. He he walked into that. He did. You no, know, he, he, did he absolutely deserved up. that. Um, yeah. But you know, it's Dustin. It's Dustin's character that i really ringing of. Yes, <laughs> he, yeah,
1: Dusty
0: Bun. Dusty Bun. Dusty's just great, and yes. uh, you know, and, the, and um, the actor who plays him, you know, as as a character, does in the show as well. He has had a. That birth defect with, with, with his mouth, as in he's got yes. too many teeth, and, yeah. you know. And I just think, considering you know that and and everything else, he, he's just so like produced one of the most likable characters in that series. Oh no, you he's know. absolutely
1: wonderful. You know,
0: wonderful. You know, he's and, like, uh, and, you, know, he's, and um, you know and and the um, the the amount of uh, throwing caution to the wind uh, to sing Never Ending Story. <laughs>
1: That well. yeah, was wonderful. In fact, it was so wonderful that there was actually I, I didn't listen to it all the way through, but there was actually a kind soul who loved it so much that he put it on a loop on YouTube for an hour. Yeah. i just I'm just them saying the never-ending story.
0: Well, I I just loved the triandra between between Dustin and Steve Harrington, whose song sort of I like became he was kinda of like a... I just that that that's sort of like I started in the second season where Steve was sort of like trying to you know skew Dustin on how to be cool. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, and it turns that. out that Dustin figured it out on his own. Thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh well, I just loved the the friendship between those two. And yes, I, I it's also one of them. I also loved how um, how we got the uh, new new girl in there, you know, yes. at the ice cream par- parlor. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Maya Hawk
1: by the way is the daughter Speaking of, we're getting old She is the daughter of Ethan Hawke And Uma Thurman Yeah, I know Yeah. Um, So we are officially getting old
0: (laughs) No, speak for yourself I I refuse to get old (laughs) Uh, I'm not listening Okay (laughs) You know, I mean I, I didn't really take much note of Ethan Hawke Anyway, it kind of Kind of did one or two two films that were really big hits and kind of went by the wayside a bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. I think I think Uma Thurman's had a you know generally had a better career than him really. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Gattaca, Gattaca was awesome though. I
0: really liked. Gattaca. Yeah, I've got Gadega. I've got you know I've got that on. Uh, I watched it once twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister got it for my birthday one year on DVD. It's still in it's pungy thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's basically just not a chance to watch it, and I've got it on my Amazon account anyway. So, mm. but yeah, I thought this um, this whole stream, you know, this whole Stranger Things season was really good. I just liked the way that they split everyone up into sort of like small that, groups. I like
1: that too. And in regards to next season, they're going to pick up on the cliffhanger, and they're apparently going to come back for summer holidays to get Hopper out of Russia. Mm-hmm. So, oh,
0: so, so Hopper's still alive. You think that was something? he's still
1: alive? And when they in, in the in the in the, in the post credit scene, when they referred to the American, you know, when they when they, when they go to feed that guy to the um, Demigorgon that they have captured, and they go by the the American cell and say, "Not the American. The American is is Hopper."
0: Ooh.
1: the 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 implication was that Hopper went through the the gap in Hawkins to a gap in Russia because there was a, there was a gap in Russia that they were trying to run experiments with, but Mm. they discovered that the gap in Hawkins was better because it was the original gap. Mm. And so they needed to relocate to Hawkins, but they still had the Russian gap active and open and they were collecting demigorgans and things like the one that they have captured. And the implication is that uh, that Hopper went through the Hawkins gap at the end and ended up in Russia.
0: Mm.
1: And Mm. so he's captured
0: uh well um Oops. to to sort of like wrap things up, um, you know, rather, rather quickly, uh, the one one of the things I liked is I loved the uh, I loved the redemption arc that we had for Dingy. Sort of, yes. like, oh my god. And, and Thank he ended you. up being used as the um, as as the main villain um of the whole piece by the um, by 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 the, the, the dream flayer. Yes, the mind flayer, yeah. sorry. Mind flayer. Mind and, flayer. and um I, I just loved how, how he had that sort of like last second to redeem himself at the very end. I thought that was absolutely really nicely done.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and I thought it was
1: it was very uh, very well done in terms of because you know the eighties movies that were always allegory heavy, mm-hmm. and I appreciated the fact that it was it was allegory for the unintentional consequences of abuse. Mm-hmm. And the cycle of abuse And so that was that was very helpful and, and I liked the fact that Elle was able to get through to him Because of the contents of the memory they shared And that that was how she was able to deal with it
0: Well I also um, I also felt um, A tinge of sadness Um at the end, um, with, with the fact that uh, the Byers family move out with Eleven they move out of Hawkins, and uh, you know, needs Dusting and Dusting and the rest of them on their own.
1: Well, they'll be back. They'll be back. And besides, as I said, they they plan a limited number of seasons anyway. So this had this this was always going to have a shelf life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think going to come back to Hawkins because she's got to come back to Hawkins Hawkins for uh, for Mike, hasn't she? And
1: yeah, she's got to come yeah. back for Mike, and she's got to come. She's going to come back apart from Mike. She's got to come back once she finds out about Hopper, and Joyce will come back with her when
0: she finds out yeah. about Hopper. So and there's also the um, I love the friendship between Ellen and Matt, How that developed as well. Yo, that
1: was wonderful.
0: <laughs> you know, so you know, I I just saw like I uh, love the whole package. I just thought he was brilliant. He was really nicely done. Um, yeah, and you know, to me, if they ended this with this season, because it's not been it's not been renewed yet.
1: No, not officially.
0: But if they ended it with this season, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we yeah. did, and they could, if we ignored the cliffhanger with Harper, they could very well do
0: that. Well, you know, the the the, the uh, cliffhanger they didn't actually say it was Harper. It was implied, but it did, did, tr- they didn't actually say. That's true. Um, you know so so you know it'd need the you need the you know leave the door open for someone if they wanted to do um, a comic book series or or a, maybe a stranger things film yeah you know, yeah so. Um, I'd, I'd be quite happy with that. Um, so out of five, I think um, I think I think I'm going to give it. I'm thinking I'm gonna give pro caution to the wind and just say five.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same because mm. this is this this is just this is a series that's just been going on off cylinders. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's also a, it's also a series that's had a limited number of episodes. I mean, I was looking the other day, and I think the first season was eight episodes. Second season was nine, and last season the last series was eight. Eight. Yeah. So, you know, it seems like eight or eight and nine is a magic number. Yeah, I think
1: I think it, it really allows them to plan mm-hmm. and, and really and, and zero in if, and figure it out.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I I think that sort of like uh, wraps this episode up. It does. Um, it so, does. You know, I'd like to thank you all for listening, and thanks as ever to Raissa for joining me on this. Um, oh, you're welcome. We'll be back again in a in a couple of weeks with a, a preview of up and coming TV shows, and um, I'll also be talking very briefly about some of my uh, virtual reality experiences uh, so far. So thanks a lot for joining us.